podcast where the topic be the rocket and the brew will that be the fuel and i'm your host rob g and with me as always the legendary brew crew what up fellas what we in here what's up man what's up can you hear me yeah we can hear you mic check one two one two can you hear me yeah (laughs) i see what you did (laughs) we are that's a shout out to you (laughs) you know we know for throwing jabs i can hear you but i can't hardly see you. your lens is really cloudy it is dusty like (laughs) you need to you need to take a motherfucking uh sham rag to your joint sham rag (laughs) (laughs) the sham wild joint Hey. I mean, y'all could have said something earlier. I mean, sham, that y'all, sham y'all, wow works wonders. Was messed up. How's that? We've been on this thing for a minute. I know. But you can see yourself. You can see yourself. Yeah, but I'm clear. I'm clear. I'm clear on my side. No, he was talking. It was more uh, lewd than uh, you, Yoda. It didn't dawn on to me to mention it until you said, "Can you hear me?" No, I thought he was talking to me. Uh, uh, no. No. Uh, this is uh, episode. 66 of Bruising yes, Banter Podcast, and they, and this is our volume two of our social distancing series. Uh, so we do have some special guests uh, with us today, uh, for sure, uh, but we'll get into them. Uh, hey, well, I guess we can introduce them now. It won't, it won't hurt. <laughs> I don't know. It won't hurt. It won't hurt. Why? Well, it yeah. won't hurt. Let's At least talk. shout them out. Shout them out early. Yeah. We do have uh, Alan Stokes. Uh here with us today. What's up, uh, what's up Al Boogie? Yeah, what's up? What's happening? Glad to see. Good to see you, bro, bro. Hey, it's great to see y'all too, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We got Mr. Harlan in here in the building as well. Yes, sir. Welcome. It's been a welcome. long time, bro, bro. Good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and we'll and we'll get into um, their bios and all that kind of stuff uh, in a little bit a little bit later. We just want to make, let y'all know that we're not talking amongst ourselves, but we also have. Finn from Poro, Baltimore is also in here as well. What's going on, brother? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Finn, what's good? Uh, what's up? Hey. Somebody shop you. <laughs> um, but before we get, well, like I said, we are here on our social distancing series. 
Uh, before we get too far into it, I need to know what everybody is drinking. So what are we drinking today, y'all? <laughs> you want to start with, Rob? Uh, you can go ahead. Oh, all right. Well, Devin Aaron the Great is drinking a, a mud bank out of Neshaminy Creek. This is a, a PA beer. Neshaminy uh, is a well-known uh, area uh, of, of, I guess you would say, good, well-known uh, landmark in Philadelphia area. Uh, this is one of their uh, first beers ever brewed at Neshaminy Creek. Uh, so it's a, a mud bank milk stout. Um, and this is coming in at uh, a 6.5%, um, delicious, delicious beer, um, you know, full, you know, mouth, body, mouth pour, um, can't go wrong. Uh, if you're not a stout drinker, I think this would be very, very um, easy on the palate um, simply because um, it's, again, it's just, it's smooth. Most stouts don't have a lot of head. Some do, like Guinness has a lot of head, but this is definitely a pours like I would say, uh, like a like a syrupy pour, uh, you can kind of see me whirling in the glass here. Um, super dark, but delicious, delicious pour. So, cheers and uh, pass me another to the Shamley Creek. Uh, Cheers. <laughs> what he said, pass me another. I said the magic word. I said the magic word. About before that. Oh, when he, oh, when he said, uh, get has got a lot of head. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, you know, our um, our our racy words on here always, you know, raises an eyebrow every now and then. <laughs> no, only when you not say, on, uh, I'm not on my dirty day today. It's only when you say it. We don't like it. We don't uh, like it when you say it. Yo, what you drinking today? I'm drinking. Oh, I got another left hand. I had a left what, hand. What you got a shelf up there? I got another left hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a chai milk stout nitro. Okay. Um, it's a a five percenter, not too heavy, but it's pretty good. It's uh, it's nice and smooth. If uh, it is kind of milky, though, I haven't looked to see if it was any lactate in it, but it is definitely uh, you can definitely taste the the milkiness to it. But it's pretty good. I would say pass me another one. This too. What's your APV? What's your APV over there? I said five, Negro. Did you? Oh, I missed it. <laughs> uh, look what you got. Uh, I went to my namesake, New Belgium, out of Colorado, and they have the uh, Nitro Cold Brew Cream Ale, uh, mm. brewed with high brew coffee out of Colorado. It's a five percent alcohol by volume. Uh, you got to pour it upside down to get to all the smells and the feels. Um, but it smells like coffee. It tastes like coffee. But uh, without normally there are stouts that they use the, the coffee with. Uh, they, they use a cream ale, and you could taste the lactose. It tastes like you got cream in your coffee. So okay. it, was, uh, mm. it was a pretty good. Pass me okay. another one. We got three, we got three darks. We got three darks so yeah. far. All right. Oh, it's only uh, dark, but this is only dark because of the coffee. It's a, it's supposed to be it's an, an L. L, right, right. Yeah, so the infusion of the coffee is what actually gives it the darkness. All right, okay. then we'll, we'll jump into our guests to see what they drinking. Al, uh, what you drinking on? Drinking on oh. this quarantine. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, I'm not like a big beer drinker like you guys. I'm not an expert in all of this kind of stuff. That's um, all right. Not being we, we not we even. It's a special bro. <laughs> I don't know. I only drink Stoli Baca, but today, um, because of the show, I'm doing an IPA, just a regular. Oh, is that a 60 so, minute? You know, doing a regular little. Okay, okay. Good choice. Um, 
this the this the only uh this the second time I actually drank an IPA. The only other oh, IPA I drank was from my man uh Chill Moody. I don't know if y'all heard of him. Yeah, the, the rapper, right? right? Yeah, yeah, he brews his own IPA. No brews in Philadelphia called Nice Things IPA. Oh, okay. I have a drink, so oh, okay. got it. We gotta make that connection. Of yeah, uh, gotta get you know, to Al, so we can have him on here and yeah. bring that beer to light. Absolutely, it's great. So, so, it's real good. Good, good. good. All right, Harlan, what good you got? Choice. Good choice. Uh, I was struggling, guys. I wasn't sure which one I wanted to go with. So somewhere in between this uh, Swishy Pants IPA by Dewey Beer Company. Dewey Beer Company is a restaurant and brewery down at Dewey Beach. Right. Um, so I started to go that route, but then I realized, you know, I, I didn't read in the can. I didn't really want to end up with squishy pants. Not, not on Sunday. <laughs> so I went ahead and went with uh, the Mambo Mode by Pariah, another double IPA. It's kind of like a Tahitian treat uh, version of an IPA here. Uh, okay. So I'm going to rock with this for as long as I can. And if things get a little out of hand, I'll, I'll switch over to the squishy pants. Al, what's the percentage on yours? And Harlan, what's the percentage on yours? ABV, yeah. Uh, my drawing is uh, 6%. Okay. Good. Okay. And swaying in at 8.1. All right. Mamba mode is 8.1? Yeah, Mamba mode is 8.1. And Swishy is 7.5. Damn. Okay. Don't, don't drink both of them. No. It's quarantine, baby. That's fine. It's fine. It's Easter Sunday. It's okay. That's true. Okay. All right. All right. More reason to. And Finn, what you, what you drinking on today? Yeah, I got some stuff from the local boys um, from Baltimore. Uh, name of the beers, it's pronounced P Biddy. Okay. Um, okay. Collab beer from Peabody Heights and Whitey's Liquor Store. Um, Whitey's is a Boston dude, so they kind of have a play on words for you know everything. So okay. it says P Biddy, which is funny, but it's a double dry hop uh, New England IPA coming in at seven point two, I believe. So. Pretty solid hazy boy. Um, nice citrus vibe and smell on it. Um, good weight when you're drinking it. So I'm a big fan of it. Okay. All right. Hey, Finn, what, Finn, real quick, what's your uh what's your beer style of choice? Ooh. I actually do like darker beers, so like um I like a spicy stout, honestly. So either like uh Imperial spicy stout or a porter. Um, I drink a few Belgiums too, so but I've had a bunch of heavy beer, so and because I try everything, I switch it up. So, yeah. All right, and um, I guess last but not least, I am drinking on Belfont Brewery. Uh, I got the Big Wonder IPA with uh, no other than Joe Bob the Brewer Joe Bob on the can. Joe Bob on there. He always trying to be on a can, yo. <laughs> you put on a lot of cans, man. Right, that's what well, I said. Remember <laughs> his artist, that artist that he um that he uh hired. To do a lot of his stuff in his in his uh in his spot, she probably did that too. Yeah, well, yeah, she does. All, she does all the artwork. She does his art. She, she yeah. captures his likeness. That's exactly what Joe Bob looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yo, that beard, that like. beard on Joe Bob is always. It, it struck me by surprise when I met him. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder how he's doing in the quarantine. Is he is he handling that on his own? Well, no, they they brewing all the time. He's still brewing. Yeah. About his, his oh, his beard. Beard. yeah, he probably he, he probably was doing that by himself anyway. <laughs> Y'all right. dope. Um, and it, it's a it's an IPA. It's a nice uh, nice golden color. It's uh, it's that. not it's not hazy. And I got it in my uh, whether That's it's nice souls. Plan. 
my weather soles uh, glass as well. I see. That's a nice glass. Yeah. Yo, That's you know nice what's glass. crazy? I couldn't even show y'all what mine looked like because my um, beer was gone by the time it got to me to tell about it. <laughs> you got one can? You oh, got one real. can? I bought one can upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going back down. I, I got my ginger beer on the side, though. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I, I didn't say, but I, I do want to pass me another on this as well. <laughs> Shout out to Belfont. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got uh, just broke. They, just, they ain't giving you no extra shit. They like. sure not. Like. <laughs> hey, hey, I get. Hey, as an as a employee, an employee that's been furloughed, you do get some benefits. <laughs> I heard that. All right. I heard that. Uh, Upstairs on the upper level, I'm drinking that ambiguous um, interest by uh, Wilmington Brewer. It's the Crowler you got. Yo, they got. They have. They have. They literally have the some great names, yo. Yeah, that's that's, a great ass name. That's their thing. That's that's what he said when we did them. That they're. uh, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just reemphasizing for those of them that have that. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking upstairs. But for the podcast, I'm drinking this this stout right now. So. As we're drinking upstairs, but downstairs you're drinking something different. Okay, there's levels to it. Yeah, I look, see. You. Out, <laughs> yo, you know you can only take a certain kind of beer in the bathroom. <laughs> That's what they say about my backdrop. You know, you know, you know. Look like I'm on the shitter. And it, it would because um, uh, what's the guy from uh, Fox Twenty Nine? He actually does his he does his cast from the bathroom. So what? Yeah, but it's. Well, his bathroom lit like a motherfucker. It is. It is. <laughs> what you think? I should read wallpaper in here, then yo. What you want me to read raw wallpaper? But he got he got like you, art on the thing. Got a, he got a art, seat he back there. He got a bathroom for the. Nah, I think Thomas Drake's bathroom is like that all the time. He's taking advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, he wanted to show off. He wanted to like. Look at that, son. <laughs> right. I shit in here. <laughs> I, got a, I got a lounge for a bathroom. All right. Like I said, we do have uh, three illustrious guests with us today, as well as we illustrious. did. Okay. Yeah. That sounds a little like soul glowish, you know, like. Yeah, that's all right. What? <laughs> You got your soul That's more luxurious, really. <laughs> yeah, illustrious. Illustrious. I, I think I used the word last week. I think everybody comes through and blesses the podcast. It has got good choice. So good, hey, good nice, taste. Nice. Hey, that's why it's <laughs> called bruising manager because we we clown all day long. All right, You're right Rob. They knew exactly where to hand. I like illustrious. They're illustrious. Yes. Yeah. Keep it going. They could be where whatever they want, man. <laughs> I'm digging the soul glow thing anyway, man. Yeah, yeah the soul glow. I mean, hey, you uh, said you had says one of the guys with no hair. It showed up definitely at his drip drip going on. Got memories. Hey. Also, Jackson Heights, someone Randy Waxon. You got to be one or the other. Man. Exactly. <laughs> That's the ball That's guy. <laughs> That's funny. The ball guy says that. So, but see, solo could be solo can mean a lot of things though, because it can mean because not in that th- not in this terms. Nah, but remember the karate? What yeah, was the, um, he got the, the glow because that was like yeah, kind of the soul glow. glow. Oh, Bruce yeah. Leroy, Bruce yeah. yeah. I need yeah, to watch last that dragon. classic tonight. Yeah. Like, no, I need to. Um, definitely you should. You definitely should. Oh, you I have it go. on DVD, so you know that shows you. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. I got that out of the five dollar bin at Walmart. 
Oh, that's a I, I got, I got, I think I bought that a while ago. I bought that yeah, a while ago. No, it's, it's, it's yeah. um, I think I got out the file bin from Walmart too. Yeah, I would have paid ten, so that's a good come up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a yeah. good buy. I bought one for me and bought one for Brandon and gave it to him in his Christmas in his right. stocking. Like, yo, here, take this. No, I think I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna think I'm gonna watch uh, Harlem Nights on Netflix tonight. Oh man. When I, I found out, when I found out it was on there, I was like, "Yo, I need you, that." Let me ask. Uh, our guest can answer first before we introduce him. <laughs> hey, we ain't got that far yet. No, we ain't get that far. No, we just. I, I've been trying to. I've been trying to catch up on this Insecure and binging it. Ah, it's a great show. Is it, who, everybody likes Insecure. Who doesn't like Insecure? I would, hey. say, I, I would say I watch it. I would say I watch it. I can't say there's a. Yes, yes. That's a great show. It's a great show. It is a great show. I haven't got, I haven't got to it yet. So I haven't gotten to it. Oh, that's why he said he passed because he didn't watch the first. Somebody else said they passed. No, no, Harlan said he passed. Yeah, I was Yeah, Harlan, Harlan said he passed, and Finn said he hadn't gotten to it. What about? What'd you say? I mean, I dig, I dig Yvonne Orji, but yeah, I'll pass. That's a good. I, I enjoy the show. Yeah, me too. So y'all looking forward to, to tonight? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, I represent. Yeah. I actually, I actually I rep- got HBO back just for that shit. Nah, HBO costs <laughs> too fucking much money. I'm not fucking with HBO. <laughs> I, I, right now. All my other apps is like five ninety nine, six ninety nine. Fuck HBO. They won fifteen dollars. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit. I support HBO and Netflix are free right now, man. You got to take advantage of that yeah. quarantine. Yeah. But I, I think uh, the uh, that series or something is not included. Adrian was looking up the link or something, and it, it's mm. like on certain classics. Boom, boom, boom. They limited That's it to fair. like like classic stuff. Uh, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They I, are like we write the fine print. Yeah, but I I, I support crazy. I try to support Issa Rae and uh, Princess Penny because I I enjoy their work. I I watched his show when it was on. I forget what show, um what what um channel was on, but he had like a lifestyle show on um. I don't know. He was trying to tell you how to how to be fly on a budget or something like that. Oh, I re- yeah, I remember that show. It yeah. was like on a regular cable network. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I um, think my deep-rooted issue isn't even has nothing to do with uh, Insecure itself. It's just the fact that HBO as a network has been known to uh, basically play a lot of the same fucking reruns as a premium channel. And in terms of content in general, they don't like to me, they don't produce. They produce great like like series and stuff like that. They come, you know, come and go. But in terms of overall, like you paying all this money for this premium channel, and they same they run in terms of their guide, they're running the same shit all. I would have, have to disagree because yeah. HBO has I, I don't like Showtime, HBO. They got the best shows that come out. Well, that's why they Cinemax, that's why they got the higher price. That's why they cost right. the most. And Cinemax and Showtime, they just running movies. They don't have no no original I mean, content, really. Well, Cinemax no does have Cinemax HBO, does have the original content. It's just what kind of original content you into. Right, it's not as good as HBO. I, HBO is a better sh- a better network. Yeah, because they is. have better original programming, and they always give you the movies that are the most popular. Well, stars stars do stars give you good movies. Stars, stars is, but they their original but, content is you power. Yeah, yeah. what you think? Content besides power. Um. There's some other ones. There are other ones. Survivor Remorse it, was on there. Marvel they got a lot. Yeah. They is got it, a lot. I mean, it's is not, it's not as... No, 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 no. HBO is the number one network. Yeah, was for... Was on HBO? Yeah. Or was that yeah. Stars? Yeah, yeah, that was Stars. Yeah. Okay. Was all it, your favorite shows are on HBO. Yeah. Most of them. What was you going to say, Al? 
No, I was gonna say, what well, um premium channel does Black Monday come on? Do y'all watch that? Showtime. Showtime. Oh, Showtime. Showtime. Showtime's Showtime. all right. Like, uh, that's good. That's a good show, Al. That channel, right? What else? That's a good show. What? Black Monday? Yeah, that's that's dope. Um, what channel does Billions come on? Showtime. 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 They, they yeah, like, but I mean, they can't. Yeah, but, but HBO and Showtime yeah, are probably the best in terms of original content. Because yeah. Showtime yeah. had, like, California Cation at one point. They had... Um, uh, nurse, nurse yeah, Jackie, show, Californication. Yeah. I watched that. Yeah, they're all the same shit, though, ain't they? Who was um? Yeah, I think yeah, I think they are the same company. It's a different type of addiction. Yeah, yeah who was the FBI show uh, that used to come on? Oh yeah, that, that's that still come on. Homeland still come on. That's Showtime. Yeah, Homeland, I like Homeland. That's that's Showtime. But show Showtime that's and Showtime. HBO are, I think, under the same umbrella. So I think they are. Kind of the they same people. Viacom? I think they all are. I think they all. And um, yeah. and what's the other one with the uh, with the crazy white guy who he's the director, but he's also the star in the show. Um, um, set shameless, shameless. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's good content there. That, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Showtime and HBO do the content right. Stars is hit or miss with their content. Yeah. I mean, they do try to so, do better uh, first run movies in terms of uh, what they do uh, than like yeah. Showtime. Like Showtime don't really do like. They premieres like you see a lot right. of old movies on Showtime, but they yeah. do got the HBO. Yeah, and I mean uh, HBO, the they don't want to bun- they don't want to bundle with nobody. When you go to these premium channels and stuff, it's like I ain't you know we ain't gonna turn it into an HBO bash, but you know they don't never want to bundle with nobody. You got like you get a Stars pack, you get the Showtime, you can get them all like under like maybe for nineteen dollars or whatever. It's like okay, I get a couple. They know they better, right? They know they better. If, if you're the beast, boxing is even going is moving like, away from HBO. But then at the end of the day, this is all like a dying medium, if you ask me. You know, with more content creators creating their own content than yeah. it themselves. It's like, who cares? After like another year or so, it's not going to be no HBO, Showtime, and all of that. In my exactly. Opinion. You know yeah. what I mean? It'll, it'll be it's funny. Smarter. I think it'll be funny when YouTube starts making stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they are now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just haven't gotten there yet, but pretty yeah. soon they're going to be there. They, they, they did some like Karate Kid. They did some Karate Kid shit. It was halfway decent. But <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like like Issa Rae show. Y'all was talking about Insecure is coming on on HBO, but Issa Rae started on the internet. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. If you wanted to go back now, HBO, mm. what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You got yeah, the built-in true. candy, so yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, I'm independent. You know, all day long, independent. All independence, yeah. Segway. Exactly. But HB, Segway. Yeah. Segway. So so while we drop someone's son, so since we are, since he did start in his independent bag, uh, <laughs> we can go with uh, CEO uh, to tell us a little bit about himself. Uh, Ari, got, Ari Gold. Yeah, Ari, Ari Gold, Gold 215. Yeah, Ari Gold. <laughs> yeah, so Ari Gold from um, Entourage. Yeah. Entourage. That's my, that's my movie, too. That's my show. Yeah, HBO. That's, that's HBO. But yeah, so I guess to introduce myself, my real name is Alan Stokes. They call me Ari Gold Two One Five. Um, I co-own an independent record label called Global Recording Group. Um, there we do we put out our own music. We also do music management and a little bit of licensing. Uh, I have a couple of artists. I have uh, Five Grand Life. Well, his name is Five Grand, but on Twitter, uh, Instagram, it's Five Grand Life. Got Glorious and I got a cat named August. And I'm currently negotiating a deal for a 14 year old pop star out of Texas. Her name is, her name is Zoe Blair, and um, I'm all about the independence, man. I, I'm, I'm just one of those guys that just like the independent spirit. I'm pushing all of this stuff independently. Um, one of my hashtags is "fuck the majors." That's just yeah. how I am. That's how I move out here. So that's how you move. That's rude. 
<laughs> I mean, I came from a major label system, so you know. Um, yeah, you I, learned I, the ins and outs, and then, yeah, then you know you found your way. Yeah, found my way. You know, did a little bit of stuff with uh, Rough Nation and Warner Brothers, and prior to that, when I was in school, so so deaf and Virgin Records back in the day. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of know how they move. So yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the system. So hey, no, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so. I, I just learned over time that, hey, independent was the way to go. Distribution is, is dope, you know, through these majors, but independent is, you know, definitely where it's at. Distribution was dope. Was the way. Was the way. At one point, at one point in yep. time. But nowadays with the internet and, you know, everybody just kind of putting the stuff off. You don't even need it. You don't even need it. I mean, you guys are here. When was the last time you probably watched MTV Jam? If y'all ever watch videos, okay. I used to, I used to love him to be jammed. Now I used to I love it. That used to be my sat. That used to be my Saturday. I don't watch the shit now, though. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. When was the last time you just turned on the radio and discovered new music? Nah, really. Yeah. I'm through my I'm through my iTunes and you know your your apps and you know yeah, other other venue other vessels. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, no point of being in one of the pages anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean? it was kind of like that thing you posted yesterday from my Walla where and said the guy just he just did what he did. He he came out of prison, got his phone, and just went and recorded mm-hmm. something and made a content, and people came to him. So I, when I when I saw that, I was like, I can relate to to mm-hmm. that. Just just doing it, stop thinking too much, and just going out there and make. I mean, you gonna make mistakes, but hey, um, yeah. a lot of pe- everybody makes mistakes. It's just how how you push through them. So I was like, well, that, yeah. that's a, that's good Thank advice you. for anything. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, all content ain't gonna be good content. You 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 learn that by listening to a you know to a whole album. It's like okay, you know which one was the space fillers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, look, even if you go back to to Issa Rae, like if you ever watched Aqua Black Girl, uh, first series, Aqua Black Girl, yeah, it, it wasn't that great, but it was good enough right. to get on the radar of the executive okay. right. HBO in return for somebody gave her a show. So I mean, yeah. it's on the job training, right? Right. You just love it, yeah. you just go, you know. So all right, all right. Uh, well, so since, since we got a, a independent record label owner here, let me let me let me find out about what your take is on the controversy. That's, well, it's always been a controversy. Is uh, is Chance the Rapper independent? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question, right? So, <laughs> my answer would be I don't think so. Uh, um, God, I don't think so either. Uh, I think he's he independent in the sense of like he's creating you know his content himself and all that kind of stuff but there's definitely some type of major huge backing i've never seen an independent artist go (laughs) that far Mm -hmm. just themselves and just themselves then i mean you go into a whole bunch of different stuff because they say like change the rapper's dad worked with like obama yeah he's politics he's got the politics big bag behind there somewhere yeah big money and I'm not hating because I don't have any kind of money. Hey, but, I hate not at all. Sometimes, sometimes it could just be the connection. I mean, if if he got Obama or at least Obama adjacent, you got yeah. a lot of doors opening that wouldn't open for a lot of people for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so. but to, 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 that, to that scale, I mean, to for him to be able to just do a deal with Apple where he was just like giving out the album right. for free, like I mean. I, I have stuff on Apple, and I, I've talked to people at Apple as far as distribution and that kind of stuff goes, but um. They never offered any of us anything like that, so I don't, you know. It's yeah, just you, you know, there's more, more of uh, that that backing of major, major connections, major, major label. Yeah, he has a he has a good presentation too, so I could see people being like, oh, we can make money off that. So yeah, right. sure. kind of being that poster child, that that, that token. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, but, I mean, well, he's wholesome, but not wholesome. Like some yeah, of the songs, you'd be like, right, right. <laughs> right. He has so many backgrounds. He'll, he'll one, he'll be on Easter Sunday, and then he'll be at Mardi Gras. Like right, he's right, going right, to right, yeah. cover all the spectrum. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. All right. So he, your, uh, your grandmama love him, and so does your daughter. Right. 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 <laughs> that's tough. That's that's hard to do. Yeah. He, make, he makes music for uh, a lot of people, and I think mm-hmm. that um is always. Is always good. Um, in terms of uh, projects you're working on uh, now, uh, what what do you have in the works? Or I mean, I know this probably throw the wrench in a lot of stuff, but um, yeah. So right now, my main focus is my new signing, which is Zoe Blair. Like I said, she's a 13 year old pop star out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually met her mother maybe four or five years ago at the Grammys. Her mom was in the music business. She used to work with like Katy Perry, a couple of different pop artists. And um, we just kind of kept in touch over the years. And uh, recently, I'm going to say last year sometime, she called me and she said, look, Zoe's doing some music. Um, I wanted to get a little bit of a hip hop feel. I wanted to do, go a little bit different than just the straight pop lane. And uh, she, she gave me the opportunity to work with her. So primarily that's my focus right now, just getting her stuff together. We cut like four records on her. Um, we're doing just like some, some type of, uh, some type of like joint venture deals with like a couple of different companies to just kind of, um, get some money together to kind of get it out. Yeah. Advertise. Yeah. And stuff. So, um, she's, she's been doing like, like during Christmas holidays, she's been singing at like Nordstrom's, like the different Nordstrom's in the area or whatever. Um, and we're just trying to get them some money, get some money from them to just yeah. forward with their projects. So, oh, good. That's pretty much what we're But I, I would definitely say it won't take us to get her the big deal that she needs because she's young, she's she's white, not to be like that, but she's young, she's white. <laughs> to be like yeah, that. She's, yeah, she's, 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 she's cut out. She's cookie like cutter. That. She's cookie cutter from mainstream. She's, she's a better version of Taylor Swift at that age. So. Mm, okay. Now, does she does she write and she all doesn't that stuff? She doesn't write. So that was the biggest problem when we got her up here. I had to hire writers to go in the studio with her. So yeah. okay. it's costing us so much money and it's taking a little bit more time. To, to get mm-hmm. her together. I mean, yes. like her mom handles everything as far as her image and styling and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. they be really, really good. You know, check her out. It's um, at Zoe Blair Music. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, she, she doesn't write anything, so. Uh, it's, it's is Zoe Z-O-E or Z-H-O-E? It's um, Z-O-E. Zoe Z-O-E. Blair Music, yeah. Now, all right, let me ask you a question. Like, I know a lot of people here, they know about uh, the difference between the major labels and the independent, mm-hmm. but... Uh, can you explain to like the people listening and watching, like what is the difference between a major label and going independent as far as the artist is concerned and as far as what you actually do? Okay. So, um, well, if you, if you're on a major, that just basically means you signed a major record label. I mean, major contract with one of the major record labels. So, I mean, there's, there's several of them that are out there, Universal Music, Sony, Columbia, you pick one and it's a bunch of um, independent means you're completely doing everything by yourself. So you're funding your own studio sessions, you're shooting your own videos, you're doing all your marketing promotion, you're distributing your own product and getting it to the masses the best way that you can. Um, if you're an artist, uh, the, the advantages of being on a major label is they tend to have a lot more money. Um, you're doing promo tours, they're paying for it. You're going in the studio, they're paying for it. You're hiring different producers, different writers. They're paying for it. And um, the way I look at it is, is the major labels are nothing but like a big bank loan. You know, they're a big bank loan. A big yep. bank loan, right? That's so debt. That's debt adding up. Yeah, that's you said that, you said they're paying for it, but they're actually not. 
you're paying them back. You're paying for it. It's eventually yeah, going to you're paying for it. I think a lot of artists back in the day fell in love with the idea of being on a major because anytime they needed anything, they could just pick up the phone right. and get the check. Right? Mm-hmm. And not even thinking like that, I got to pay this back because you, you're riding, right? You're right. flying all across the country. You care less. You're eating good. Your team's mm-hmm. eating good. Everybody's great. Everybody's Those are all expenses. Time. It's all expenses. And then you pay it back with your record when your record sells, when they come back. Um, when they come out, you have to pay it back with your record sales. So um, ultimately, you won't make as much money as you would independently because once you recoup independently, everything that you get is yours per right. se. Um, I mean, you're going to break it down with that. Yeah, but, but for the most part, you're going to make some money. Um, yeah. With the major labels, you tend to not make money like over your entire career. You just get a lot of free money. So, yeah. Mm. Now, isn't there, uh, if, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not, if I'm correct, Al, like uh, that's why they, I think there's, they, you, they would say that like a lot of people that are, are artists that are on major labels, they make a lot of money off of their tours because, you know, versus their record sales. Is that correct? They did because the management normally sets up the tours and that money is pretty much, you're putting, you're taking money out of your pocket to kind of put on a tour for the most part. Maybe you'll get a corporate sponsor here and there that give you some money towards the tour. And yeah. then, you know, everything that you would get would be yours. So everybody used to go on the road to make money. But nowadays, record labels, they do what they call 360 deals. Right. They're putting up so much money that they're taking a piece of everything, including everything. Right. Yeah, they, they realize there was money to be made. They want their hand in every bucket. Right. Well, well, you got to kind of blame Jay-Z on that know, one, though. Right, rightfully so, because you think about it like this. If I'm if I'm putting together uh, a project and I'm spending a million dollars, I want to make money off of every piece of that that project that's out because I'm spending a million dollars, right? So, yeah. if, and we're we're promoting you and you're getting hot, and then you're going on a tour, but you're really going on a tour on the strength of us because we paid a million dollars for you right. to right. love it. Yeah. So, right. rightfully so, they want a piece of that before they mm-hmm. didn't take any part of that. But. Right. Because I, I read an article about that, they were saying like Jay Z was like one of the ones who did the three sixty deals, but it was like. Artists like that can can pull it off because like Jay, Jay Z, Madonna's, you yeah, gotta be like that money. level to Huge. really, really uh, make make a difference. Support the pop, right? Mm-hmm. Here's, here's another question I did have: like, where does like Empire fall as a ter- is that a major or is that an independent or is that like just di- distribution? Yeah, so they're like an independent distribution company. Okay. That's guys, those guys. So if you're um if you're like me, you got like a hot like independent record that's doing all right. You want to go um, same background. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're like me and you got like a hot little independent record that's doing okay, you want to go make a deal with like Gazi and them over at Empire, and they're able to distribute your record. They're like a a small distribution company, kind of like um, I I don't know if you ever heard of this company called like Human Resources, Mm Gene Irving. Right. Yeah, like they kind of function the same kind of way. They're like that step before you go to the major record. Right. Yeah, because I see them all every time I look at a new a new artist. Empire, they all say Empire. Like, Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Empire, they're they're launching a lot of um guys. I know uh P and B Rock at one point in time early yeah. on when he did the Fleek. Single. Every day we lit. Yeah, yeah. Do me shit. The single with uh, Empire, and then it, it sold a lot of records, and then they ended up doing a deal with Atlantic. So, oh, okay. mm. all right, that's dope. All right. Uh-huh. Any other questions for uh, Mr. Stokes? Nah, that nigga time's oh. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy, though. That's my boy. I mean, I'm sure we can get, jump back into it in terms of uh, if you have any questions about uh, music. Because we do have a name that 90s hip-hop 
Yo, we shouldn't even have him on here, though. I was supposed to be on the podcast a long time ago. He was there when we were talking about the day. But I can't. Yeah, man, like I thought we lived here something, man. Yeah, he's moving around. We got a lot of extended family on this on this uh this week's podcast. Yeah, man, I'm moving around a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like, all right. It's a lot of intermingled circles and stuff on here today. All right, well, we appreciate you jumping on and uh, blessing us with the insider music biz knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. I'm letting us know all the. All right, we, now we got to look out for uh, Zoe as well. Uh, yeah, definitely look out for Zoe. She's gonna be the next big thing, I think. All um, right, and that's just mm-hmm. not talking. It's been a while. I, you know, I, I hit a miss with a lot of different artists, but with this one, I feel really, really good about. So. Right. Yeah. Keep on working, man. Good luck. Oh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I did have another thing because I did have one question. Because in terms of uh, independence and, and, and independent and, and just being in a quarantine, we see a lot of artists go, jumping on IG Live, even like the versus battles and stuff like that. So, uh, do you see that as like the future in terms of just cutting out the middleman and just going yeah, straight to? So, yeah. So right now, um, as far as not just the music business, I just think about content business in, in general. It's it's just the an interesting time because we're, we're rewriting the rules of how we're going to be consuming content right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, before, of course, Instagram live was already always there, but we never really paid too much attention to right. it. Um, now the, the artists are starting to realize, yo, I can really, I guess, put my, my, my group of people that follow me together. Like I have the ability to just reach out to everybody outside of the major record label. Right. So now I think what's going to happen is, um, you're going to start to see a lot of artists do a lot of like independent stuff because the majors have nothing to do with you being in the house and picking up your phone and right. talking to 250,000 people or 500,000 right. people. And, um, you know, I was looking at like, like y'all talking about Tory Lanez. Um, you know, he was going crazy with the quarantine radio. And oh yeah. And I didn't even know he was putting out an album. <laughs> right. The next thing you know, like the album cover, he's like, yo, yeah. I'm dropping new Toronto. Yeah. And then yesterday I seen like, he got the merch for it. Right. Quarantine. And that's all him. Right. You know what I mean? So, and then it, uh, an even better example, and I, I'm sorry to take up so much time. I get really passionate about this stuff. No, nah, that's good. Good, man. Yeah, yeah, I know you got other guests, though. I want to make sure everybody, you know, gets a chance to talk. And, and just to flip back over to, um, you know, I know you said it early in the segment that, you know, in terms of your um, your interest in beer, hasn't, you know, it, it, you know your, your your palate isn't expandable. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll help you. We'll help you kind of cross over to that uh that, that special brew or craft brew. Yeah. Um uh I used to be that, you know, that Heineken drinker, that 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 uh you know that Stella's, you know, or Trois, which, you know, all of those kind of mainstream beers, but uh there's a lot of lot of uh just great pours out there. So uh and I didn't start drinking beer until this podcast. Right. Well <laughs> okay. I'm not too late, right? Yeah, you're not too late to the party. Well like you said yeah, I, I the majors. Like I said, my man Chill, Chill Moody, another artist y'all should check out. Um, I did a lot of consulting work with him before. Um, but yeah, he he brews a beer, uh, IPA, and it, it's amazing, you know. So yeah, we gotta talk to him. All right, yeah. y'all gotta get yeah. him on the show because he he's into the beers real heavy. Man. You can tell four different yeah. flavors of his uh, nice things IPA. So all yeah. right, okay, all right, I appreciate it, Mr. Stokes. Uh. Yeah. I guess we're going to continue on to another one of our illustrious guests. Another one of our illustrious guests. I guess we'll, st- we'll, we'll go with uh, Mr. Roberts. Uh, awesome. How are you, sir? Shit, Rob. 
Huh? That is some ignorant shit. You're gonna have me go after Ari. Major labels, fuck that. Major labels, fuck that. Major labels, He's trying to downplay. He's, he's fascinating. He'd be everywhere. He's so a he fascinating really guy. Don't no listen to what he's talking about. <laughs> he'd just be chilling in South but Africa. Last week on here, we're amongst the greats. We're amongst the greats. We're like, we, yeah, we, I'm, uh, just, I'm just going to South Africa for the uh, for the week. I'm good. Yeah, oh, but then I got. Every other country, every other weekend. I gotta go to, like, I gotta on, go to Switzerland. <laughs> he did nah, so. I'm don't, like, I'm like don't let him play. The Mr. Show, man. That's it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've never you know? been in none of them places. <laughs> my, pass, my password about to expire on one step. <laughs> See, last time we was at it, last time me and Rob was at his house, what do we, where you bring us cigar? Would you give us cigars from Cuba? Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. I gave y'all some uh, some case, right? <laughs> oh, Rob, yeah. introduce him as world traveler. Yeah, yeah, he, world he's traveler. A, he's the international world traveler. It is international Harlan yeah. Roberts on podcast. <laughs> indeed, he is indeed. internationally known. Right, <laughs> right, right. The show now. Showgun yeah. of Harlan. The Showgun. That's, that's right. It was earlier. Showgun yeah. was up there. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, you know, the funny thing is the the, uh, the question about when did you get in the beer? It literally was the, the Blues and Banner podcast. So I have uh, all of you gentlemen to thank. For that. Hey, yeah. cheers to that! You're really good to listen to. Uh, cheers, bro, bro. Listening to the uh, the first episode, although there was some some questionable judgment around some of the music and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the that were picked and whatnot, you know, I'm not going to hold that against anybody. But right, uh, that's, that's been a long time ago, huh? I yeah, don't even man, remember, I don't even remember the first episode. <laughs> you know what? You know what topics he talk about? He talk, music. He talk about Thuggish Ruggish Bone. I'm sure those bone thugs. <laughs> oh, man, man, get the fuck out of here! We not about to do that shit. We're not about to do that shit. Skip next next subject. Right, Harlan. Just answer this: top ten or not? Yes or no? Top ten? We giving them top ten? That's a oh, that's a wide yo, range. Uh, first of all, whose top ten is wrong though? Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I'm talking about his. Is is it's all your opinions? Like they I thought it was top, top five. That's we said top five top originally, five. Lou. Top five group, right? Is there are they a top five? Rap, group? Yes or rap. No? Of rap. Phone thoughts? Yeah. Yes or no? That's it. No. Top five no. rap group. <laughs> top five no. rap? No. Well, he don't he don't know. It's fine. Wait, Bone Thugs and top five rap groups? Or like yeah. All yes or no? Okay. <laughs> yes or no? That's all he can say is okay. Ben, that's fine. That's fine. Thugs, top five group in your opinion? Nah. Ooh, all right. Nah. We're moving on. Go ahead. Uh, keep on interviewing Harlem. And I'm still yeah, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue with uh, <laughs> the international Don himself. It's got, got emotional, man. Damn. I mean, you know, they're, they're probably a great group. It's just that I, I probably, in, in my mind, I have five groups that I would hold in higher esteem. That's all. But now that you said that, you got to name the top five groups higher than them. Oh, okay. We're going to go off on that, huh, Rob? Oh, oh. I, I mean. Yep, you can't name that. All right, let's move on. <laughs> You put dip set in front of yo, man. Of course, number one. Man. Course, number one. <laughs> any day, if, if you disagree, day over, man, man. Yo, I love, if I love dip set. I love dip set. Dip set over bone thug. Over bone thug. <laughs> yes, we not talking about all that international <laughs> crowd shit. You talking that they were pushed by the majors to be out there? Their shit 
is not that great. They've had like a you know, three so songs. So you put how many dipset uh, got? I know more dipset shit. You do not. Like you can't, you can't even, do I say the name of the group, dog. I know more. <laughs> I know more Dipset shit than I know Bone Thugs. Lies. Why would he so say I will, Dipset? I will say. I will say. I, I can't put Dipset over Bone Thugs. Nah, you can't. I'm not a Bone Thugs fan. But we, did a, we did a show with Bone Thugs with one of my artists that I have, and this is 20 years after the hottest period of Bone Thugs, and uh-huh. that song was sold out. Like people. Of course out, it was. Yeah, that, was, that was their you know? point. That was their point. Yeah. That was their point. Okay. Yeah. In that case, but, you know, like I told them. Biggie crushed them on their record. Oh, well, there was there was them on they were on Biggie's track, but Biggie dusted them on that record. This is so Bone and Biggie. Probably two things. Biggie probably had probably Biggie Biggie called them up and said, "Yo, you hi, bro. Can y'all come on and do we want we want to do your style? I want to do your style. What you want? But his but he he took their he took he stepped out of his lane went into their flow and started. Why are we doing this? It was on his record. <laughs> he's, supposed, we doing this? he's supposed to start on his record. Look at, look at Humble Harlan. Humble Harlan started this. <laughs> <laughs> now, now this nigga's just spinning in his chair. Look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's like if you twist her. Like that's if you twist her. You you twist her for that. You know for that 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 style of rap that he's delivering. Like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but I bet he went to their lane and still said. But you can also go. <laughs> but I bet you can also say you can also say that um, cannabis probably went in there, thought he killed it, and then um, LL said, "You know what? He did kill no, me on that LL record. Let me, ass. yeah, because he he went back and said, let me re-record my what? track because he murdered me on on the, on the beginning.' Well, LL, LL actually did that. We don't know that Big went. Biggie back did that. <laughs> he tried to he tried to link the two together. It was it was his track, so he could go back as many times. That's a far reach. That, that's a reach. He that goes, is a reach. He can go every time. I don't know, I don't know if that's you a reach. You know for a fact that LL did that, so you try to connect the Biggie doing that? Come because on, you can that's do a that. reach. If you go, if yeah, somebody can do that. Puff, especially, okay, especially Puff being Puff. Puff being Puff. Puff being Puff. Puff said, yo, you can't let Bone Thugs come in here and kill you big. Go back in there and grit that record right. Yo, 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 kick Harlan out the zoo. You definitely started something. All right, all right, all right. We'll move on this. Yeah, enough of this. I probably shouldn't have asked him for a top five, especially when he went with Dipset. He lost all authority right there. After he said Dipset, we ain't let him name no more after Dipset. After he named Dipset, no more. Harlan, Dipset is number six on the list. Dipset's like number number nothing. Definitely not. I would, like I said, so you're going to throw like, you're going to throw Bone Thugs over top of like Trial Call Quest? Nope. Never. Never. NWA. I would. Never. Never. Maybe not over there's, there's NWA. There's no bomb without, like, yeah. like, easy. Right, without those. It's, without them. You said what? There's, there's no bone thugs without NWA. Easy. Right, 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 right. So that's who we got to blame, then. We, we argue that's that. who we got to blame. Big Easy E ass up and tell him that he was wrong for that, man. <laughs> what so was he wrong for? Nigga, you wrong for that. For saying thing was wrong. Told thing out of order, man. It didn't throw it. do that. It put it put harmony in hip hop, so you won't have you wouldn't have Fifty, you wouldn't have Ja Rule, Drake, Drake, you Drake right now, or you nobody else that came. Nobody, Rich Homie Kwan. You wouldn't have Rich Homie Kwan before their time. I think Bone Thugs was before their time. Yeah, 
And, yeah, and, and, and you show, know, and Har- Harlan know he was distorted. like, boom, 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 boom. You know he was think, doing it when that think, thing um, dropped. What, how this whole big, how this whole Bone Thugs discussion got started is because way <laughs> after the fact, when Bone Thugs came on, they came on either so on, on some social media platform. It was like, you know, which I forget which one of them it was. Was it Crazy Bone? Who was like, you know, we the we the best that ever done it. We the best rap group of all time. It was, whatever. It was back when they was, was like, they was beefing with uh, they was beefing with uh, um, with uh, Quavo and them, right? Eagles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was like they were beefing. Conversation start over like the king, like when Jock Weezy yeah. was yeah. fighting yeah. the king. Yeah. Because once, once he once he declared himself king R and B, everybody just said, "No, well, but I'm the king of rap. I'm the king of hip hop. Right. I'm the king of rock." Right. 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 So he, and yeah. then we went on yeah, like a two hour talk about how Bone Thugs. Yeah. Somehow. All right. But well, we were talking hey, to man, Harlan. You, what, <laughs> you guys have been spot on with your beer selections, though. Yeah, there you go. Oh, thanks, Your selection is better than music, is what he said. Yeah, there you go. That tangent yeah. came out of the fact that the Bruising Banner podcast uh, birthed the uh, the beer uh, traveler. Yeah, the, the beer. What, what, what else is up? Uh, each one, teach one. <laughs> Yo, his his uh, Harlan's um, liquor store. Uh, they they own it, bro. Like oh, their terms of their choices and their selections of um, independent brews, like they got it all, man. Right, right. What's the name of it? Shout out to them. I, I follow them now, but I can't even think of their name of it off the top. Uh, What's the name? I don't of think the, they. Uh, I don't think they paid y'all any ad money, man. I was about to oh. say he be. Right. <laughs> right. They're good for that shit. He <laughs> Yeah. Shout out all right. Eventually, it'll come. You drop right. it once, they'd be like, "Yo." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or at least shoot you some beer, right? Right, right. Well, let's get back in the, the Harlan. I, I know he, he he does the whiskey thing. He just, and and just and what you do. Uh, so you can, you don't have to yeah. just and talk about what you're doing to craft beer. Just what you do in life. You're, yeah. How yeah. do you get that? Inter- how do you get them passport stamp, homie? <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, well, I work in software. The company that I work for um, is responsible for ninety five percent of the Fortune five hundred infrastructure and and uh, solutions that are used. And uh, I, I would say the name, but they didn't give any ad money either. Right. Uh, but ultimately, they, you would find that you you as an individual have come in contact with them probably a few times already this morning, this afternoon. If you yeah. used an iMessage, it's running on, on the same platform that the company I work for developed. You probably went to your fridge and pulled out something that was made by Procter & Gamble or Colgate or Unilever or ConAgra or any one of the a few and, and and it's uh one of our customers so much of my time just spent going out and meeting with the customer and advising them on how to do business properly mm-hmm. i've used that software for 15 plus years so there you go so in these in these days how how is that how is uh, have you become has it been more pressure on on your company in terms of uh because now i guess companies have to do even more with uh i guess inter- technology has that has it have that influenced to uh affect it uh, I guess your role more now in this in these days. Um, I, I think the biggest change has been the way that we do business, uh, and, and it's no different than anybody else with having to move virtually. I, I have an office in Washington D.C., but I couldn't tell you the last time I've been in there. My people say, you know, where's your job located? What's your commute look like? I sit in C3B on Delta. That's uh-huh. that's pretty much it. You know, most mm-hmm. of my time is is traveling to and from. So mm-hmm. it's not that big of a difference, except for I got these two kids at home, man, and. 
every now and then, I, you know, I peek out of my, my office to see what they're doing. I see that they're, you know, locked arm in arm with each other. And yeah. I just, I'm not always certain if my son is giving my daughter a hug or my daughter is putting them in a chokehold. Somebody <laughs> might get in like, so, you know, it's that, that sort of distraction that, that I think we all kind of have to deal with right now. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, everybody work from home is definitely um, different, not even different, a challenge. Right. Yo, so yeah, they were saying sure. you was they were saying you was international. Where where you been at? Tell us the places that you've been. Oh man, I'm, I've touched six out of seven continents at this point. Um, so all over Europe, from the UK uh, to Prague to Russia to uh, Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, Tahiti, uh, South Africa, Ethiopia. Uh, were you, Italy, were you- everything. Well, you be out. Is it all? Is it all work, or you got some playtime too? Um, it depends. It, there, there are chances for me to get out if, if the trips are a little longer. Like the last, the last trip I had right before the lockdown was uh, Lisbon, Portugal, mm-hmm. and it was a, a week long trip. So in the evening, I got a chance to go out, explore the city, try out some beer, um, and uh, and and really get a chance to, to feel the vibe and ex- explore the culture. Uh, so that that tends to be the best part, but it's not all glamorous, you know. Some days you're in you're in Paris, and some days you're actually in places like Birmingham, Alabama. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. you take the good with the bad, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, since you since you've been starting drinking beer, have you once you do the travels, have you started uh, venturing into the tap rooms and trying uh, local beers as well in these different places? Oh yeah, for sure, man. Um, whether it's in in Munich or or Berlin or Frankfurt, hitting up the the Oktoberfest next time it comes around or, or just exploring beer the way that, that Europeans do it versus the way that, you know, the, the folks down in like Brazil will do it with Pinga and stuff like that. You, mm. It's really cool to see the different variations and the craft behind it. Mm. I think my favorite out of all of them is the, the honey beer from like Ethiopia. Okay. Those are probably mm. my favorites. Huh. All right. So like, awesome. yeah. so like I guess that's, that would be more in the mead family. You said honey beer, right? So it's, is it closer to mead? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, you, you would know better than I would, man. Right. <laughs> we, we gotta see uh, from our last week's guest passport versus uh, Harlan. See, see who winning. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. All right, yeah. Um, uh, Bmont, Brandon, yeah. Bmont. What did he? What was his? Uh, what was it? Two truths and a lie. He said his his like one of his he uh, circum- answers was he circumnavigated the uh, the continent. I mean, the globe uh, once, twice. Or twice, or well, it was the, it was a lie. It was twice. He but did his it lie was that he yes. did it twice, right? Yeah, right. But he did it once. Okay. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Here I am, just sitting in sitting in Delaware, sitting in Newcastle. <laughs> hey, man. All right, put me in the suitcase. Put me in a carry on next time. Delaware's home, man. Are you are, are you bilingual? How many languages do you know? Do you have to know languages, or do most people over the seas in your uh, work speak English? You know, you try to pick up the most common stuff that, that you're going to have to use on a regular basis. If you can say thank you, and please and thank you, then you are leaps, leaps and bounds beyond most Americans that go abroad. And so if nothing else, you try to do that, especially with business. Um, I think the only place where I got caught up was Japan. And even though I picked up a little bit of Japanese, you need to have an interpreter because so few people in Japan actually speak English. Mm. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you gotta know. Do we got a deal in every language? Do we got a deal? 
Right, but you got to go. Then you'll be looking like that commercial where he said, I think we got it. <laughs> I've never seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he said, He's a hunger. <laughs> so you got to know at least a little bit. <laughs> Yo, what, um, so Harlan, in these places that you've been to, you, what, what, uh, you ate anything strange from any places that you weren't like used to eating? Oh yeah, I definitely had coronavirus a couple times. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I ate Beatles in in uh, in Rwanda. Uh, okay. Enjoyed enjoyed. Uh, With some Larry season like salt a, on them. That's it, man. Yeah, that that Larry. Was it was it Was it good? No, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, So this was a a raw beat, like a, a live beetle. So what they do is they they take the beetle. Uh, they roast it on its back. Oh, okay, roast it. Take okay. the insides and mix it up, kind of like a like a pate, uh, and then mm. put it back inside of the beetle, and you you kind of you eat it like you would eat an oyster, almost. Okay. Yeah. So you a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 He was he was engulfed in the culture. He had to he know he had to partake at least once. But he did, but he, did, he didn't say he ate a beetle. He said he enjoyed a beetle the first time he said it. Was it good? Yeah. It was good. No, it's it's the whole experience, beer, right? Is it is it something that you can compare it to that you can think of, like pate, uh, like goose liver pate. pate? Yeah, okay. yeah, just mm. not not as not as uh, gamey as okay. like a goose liver pate. Okay, yeah. okay. Like I mean, I've had I've had ostrich right here in Philly. I've had. Yeah, I've had Austin um, burger. I've had. Nigga, that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't a beetle. Uh, uh, twice baked beetle, nigga. But ostrich is pretty rare. Like you're not gonna go to many restaurants and get ostrich, right? On yeah, a you, you ain't gonna go nowhere here and get a beetle restuffed with his guts. <laughs> be surprised. A lot of inter- people internationally moving and opening businesses here. And right. you know the, the the crazy thing is, uh, it, it's it's almost offensive if you go somewhere and they offer you the food and you and don't eat try. it. Uh, yeah. Which yeah, is tough for me. In the last three years, I haven't even ate meat. So it's kind of like I, trying to figure out new ways to say no thank you or, right. you know, I, I have a dietary restriction that, that prohibits me from, from eating right. the, the, the monkey right. brains with you. Right. So yeah. you are, you're just be like, so nah, you're I don't eat meat. <laughs> you're a vegetarian. You're a vegetarian right now? Uh, closer to pescatarian with with uh, a few other restrictions like no dairy and that sort of. Okay. Lean pescatarian is no dairy, as well as uh, no pescatarian is is fish like seafood and, and, and yeah. no no uh, no meat, no yeah. red meat, white meat, none of that stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, let's segue over to the um over to you know the uh the the bourbon ambassador role that uh you play in the uh in the metro in the DC area. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I somehow got stuck in uh, the role of the D&D ambassador for Black Bourbon Society. It's a, a group of, uh, I guess we're at like maybe 14,000 members internationally that are enthusiasts of that American whiskey that is bourbon and looking to change the landscape for how um, we as, as African Americans, as Black Americans, are, are marketed to by many of these big uh, distillers and, and beverage companies so that we don't always have to look like the uh, the ubiquitous Hennessy ad, um, so we're really just trying to change that landscape and, and have something that's more commensurate to the professionals that we see here on the Blues and Banner podcast. 
Gotcha. Right, right. Cheers to that. <laughs> um, what, 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 how do you think that, you know, I know you guys do the meetups, like your your house, other other gatherings outside or events outside of your house. Like what is, what is the, you guys event planning look like now that we are quarantined? Are you guys kind of thinking outside the box and doing something similar to like these Zoom meetings or or what, what do you think the the, um, the future looks like temporarily for um, Black society you know it's been tough because uh, a lot of the the education comes by way of firsthand it's going out and visiting the distilleries like you know we, we had at the end of this month uh, the black derby weekend which is an opportunity to honor the history of those who are part of uh, the kentucky derby that that look like us but rarely are, are spoken about uh from the jockeys through to you know many of the, the owners of the horses that are raced in the triple crown um, and with the yeah, with, with, with that being pushed back to, to September, um, we're now looking at ways to, to leverage Zoom. So we have a weekly happy hour every Friday. Um, every Wednesday, we have an opportunity to get a new bourbon company to come in and, and just share a little bit with the group about um, what they're doing um, in these times, you know, giving us some details on how, the, how their distillation and bottling process works for their, their particular whiskeys. Um, and then outside of that, I think that the coolest thing that we've done so, thus far was we had a, a March Madness and we, we pitted a, a series of, of bourbons against each other all the way through to Final Four Championship in the whole nine. So that's nice. pretty cool to see people uh, to argue for their favorite bourbon, their favorite whiskey. Do you remember who uh, ended up in the, in the Final Four or, the, uh, or who was the champion of that? Yeah, it, it came down to... Um, it was a battle between an Elijah Craig barrel proof. Elijah Craig barrel proof uh, ranks in at the hazmat level in terms of proofing. It's like uh, you, you can get a, a bottle depending on which which lot it is. That's like around 140 proof. Um, it was that versus uh, I think it went up against a Yamazaki Yamazaki 17, which is okay. a Japanese whiskey. Oh, nice! And oh. Elijah Craig ended up winning. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! All right. Oh, by the way, Elijah Craig was a monk that that started out doing beer. Oh, so, nice. huh. so switch it up. Thanks for the history. <laughs> yeah, switch it up, Lou. I forget which uh, brewery we were at and um, uh, Fresh Fest in uh, Pittsburgh last year, but we went whatever table or booth we went to, they had like a grandmother's recipe of a uh, of a oh, whiskey. Rams and parrot. Was it Rams? You said Gra- Rams, Rams or Rams? Rams, Rams and parrot. Rams. They're actually in Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. 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 Baltimore, okay. In Baltimore. Yeah. Ram- okay. And so, they also have uh, Uncle Nearest as well. Uh, that's, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Vaughn Weaver. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they, they showed Jack up. Jack Daniels. Uh, the Monk won. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah, that sounds, sounds good. I want to try that Uncle Nearest. Yeah. That yeah. 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 Uh, if you go to Fresh Fest... They'll be there yeah. most of the <laughs> Yes. We got to get you, we gotta get you on board, uh, Ari Gold. We got to get you uh, on this caravan with us. We don't even have Fresh Fest. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, so, yeah. I don't even want to say postponement. I think it's going to happen. You're just going to have to wear your mask and put a little slit in it. Get a drink. <laughs> oh, no, I'm already drinking, so I'm just going to just go ahead and just... I'm just keep. I'm just gonna keep something to my lips all the time. Okay, you know? the alcohol sanitized. That's what I'm thinking. No, bro. because if somebody yeah. spit on you and it lands somewhere out here, 
Somebody spit on me. Bust that ass. Right, why? <laughs> <laughs> you might not. You might not fit. You might not know it because they be like, because if, if you're if you're intoxicated enough, you be like, <laughs> and that thing. Spit on oh man! <laughs> oh, oh, shooting at you. And then bam! Bump bump after that. The only 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 way is they would have to. Um, take everybody's temperature as they walk into the festival, but because right. it's outdoors, it's it's in the, in the neighbor, it's in a neighborhood. It'll already be hot. It's above eighty yeah, degrees. It's, like yeah, it's, it's yeah. gonna be uh, it's gonna be different. What, what month is this? When is, does this normally happen? August. It's, it's, it's August. August. Give him give him the date. It's actually right Pittsburgh. around your birthday because you and August. Jason's birthday is like August eighth, tenth. Your fourteenth. Okay. It's the second weekend of August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. August eighth. August eighth. You should come. Just just. All right. So so we do have. Uh, one half of poor Baltimore. Uh, Finn Yo, is in the building. In the building. What up? What up? Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so we wanted sure. to chime like in that. with him, see what he's talking about, how he got started, uh, the mission of poor Baltimore, all that good stuff. So I'm gonna give another shout out real quick because I switched up to beer number two. All right, um, there you go. From Elder Pine, it's like a um, farmhouse ale, pretty easy drinker, whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, my name is Finn from from poor Baltimore, um, based here in Baltimore, obviously. Um, kind of like beer enthusiasts, me and my friend Mario started it. Um, and it's really not like beer reviews. It's kind of just like a promotion of craft beer, in, especially in Baltimore, but like in the state of Maryland. So like anything that's happening, we try and, you know, broadcast it to people that don't know much about beer or people in the community that just want to know what's going on. And really what we're trying to do is just bridge that connection between like the customer and the brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with people that are like enthusiasts that have accounts online. Mm-hmm. There's like, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be like on one side and then the other, like mm-hmm. we can be just as influential in the craft beer community right. as the breweries themselves. So just stuff Stuff that we're trying to do, just keep people entertained and educated as well. So, so almost like a, you know, kind of bridge, bridging the gap, like, you know, just making the connection. Almost it's what came to mind uh, just with that comment was like the movie Uncorked and how, you know, he was able to relate like the different wines to like, I don't know if everybody watched it, to like a, a, a great uh, rapper or versus this. So you try to like educate people through, uh, just give some examples of how you try to like kind of connect people, uh, consumers, I guess, would you say with the, with the craft beers, like how would you do it? Yeah, sure. So, so one of the, one of the craziest things I realized, cause I have a business background is I get more relatable content through my stories actually than through the post. So on the stories I can ask questions, right. sometimes controversial, but to get people's vibe and opinion, and uh, to share that, to get the community to really feel what's the vibe that's going on. Um, one thing that's always popular is like, how do you feel about like children or like pets in the brewery, right? right. Mm-hmm. So whenever we talk about that, everyone's got their own opinion. <laughs> Everyone wants to share. And that's always just good content. And so breweries see that and they're like, okay, well, this information we want to take to mind. And then um, people chiming in see that and they want to contribute to the content. So that brings them in to stuff that's going on. Um, and then people that aren't in the beer, especially like our community, mm. I'm trying to bridge the, gra- bridge the gap because I feel like it's an acquired taste just like liquor. Mm-hmm. So you didn't start drinking 
you didn't start liking Ciroc or Hennessy when you first tried it. Right. Right. It, it was a build up and it was like the commercial background behind it that mm-hmm. was making it popular. It was like, oh, this is something I want to try. Yeah. And so we want to do that with craft beer, especially local yeah. craft beer. Is right. that it, it's something dope to drink and right. it's something you can appreciate with the community. And so right. stuff that we're doing in, in that kind of aspect, that's what we're working on. Yeah. We found that kind of the unique, the uniqueness of craft beer is the same for us. Like we were uh, at Fresh Fest 2019, we talked about that. When we sat down with Smith Ox and some other uh, independent breweries of like having that up close and personal uh, connection with the owner operator or brewer, uh, you know, uh, of, of this entity uh, versus, you know, when we go to the, to a club and you, like you said, you drop, you know, a hundred or more dollars with a Ciroc on a Ciroc or Belvedere or one of those big kind of liquor brands, like uh, how off, how, how, how close could you ever be to some of those big, you know, kind of manufacturers or brand owners uh, where you can be up close and personal with, you know, like a, a microbrew or a special brew um, to kind of know their story and how, how it all kicked off and how it got started. So that is, you know, to your point, that's, you know, keeping everybody abreast. Right. And I think, I think the influence, we have a greater influence in Baltimore mm-hmm. than like Maryland at, per se, because it's hard to get to every brewery that we can, but like in Baltimore, I think one of our goals that we're really trying to do is actually do a collab with a brewery Mm. this year, you know, COVID kind of threw a wrench in that, but we're still working on like doing a collab. And once people see our faces and like, Oh, you you got homeboys out here. Mm -hmm. They're really in the scene. So let me Mm -hmm. check what this is about. Have you visited, um, Finn, have you visited um, Union Craft Brewer yet? Yeah. yeah. That's one of my regulars. Kev's a dope guy. Kev, dope guy, um, yeah, we love Kev. Go there for a lot of events. I, I'm mad because I was supposed to go to Fresh Fest last year, oh. and then stuff came up last minute. You missed it. Um, <laughs> missed it. <laughs> yes, that's it. I, it. It's like the um, it's like the person that didn't get invited to the party, yeah, and then I'm yeah. scrolling through my feed and seeing like everyone having a yeah, good time, right. everyone like this, and like dang, like let me look at flights real quick, see if I can still make that. Right no, no. Yeah. Uh, Finn, Finn, how did uh, how did you and uh, Mario come together? Do you already know each other, or was it through craft beer that y'all got together? No, so we so we knew each other for a minute, but we really didn't talk. Um, but we were both kind of in the craft beer. I'd be going to a lot of places locally, um, especially like when Guinness Brewery opened up. Okay, um, right here, Baltimore, there. new spot. Yeah, the new spot. And I, I've been for a minute trying to get him to like just come try some beers with me. Cause I knew he was about it. Um, mm-hmm. And so actually randomly we ended up meeting there. I didn't even know he was there. And now we had like two, two, three flights, whatever. We had a good <laughs> right, time. Right, right. Like, a bunch of beer, right? <laughs> and so we ended up going to a few local spots and I had run some social media accounts before. Um, but Mario's actually the one who introduced, like came up with the idea of like, Hey, let's kind of run with our like love of beer and our promotion of beer in the community. And I was like, Oh, let, let's see, you know, where it's going to go. So we started to count just simple stuff, just posting about like places we'd been some beers. But then I was like, again, there's always more to do. We can reach out more and do stuff like that. So right. that's kind of like where poor Baltimore came up and we're still working on ideas and branching out with other people. 
to do stuff. I, I really love keeping like ties up with other like beer bloggers or whatever you want to call it, like in our community, just talking to them. Um, especially like, even if they have like a hundred, some followers, I never want to ever, I never want someone to think like, Oh, I can't talk to them because right. they got to set up like this and da 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 da. It's like, no, nah, yeah. everyone's in the community. And I especially want to bring people like of us in the community. So, right. Mm-hmm. Just so, keep on working on that. So when you're in, so if uh, people are to visit Baltimore, like what would you recommend that I uh, get the top five breweries that they got to go to before while they're there? Well, I always ask like, what are you going to the breweries for? Like, is it the beer, the venue, the food, like location? But in, in general, I'll give you, I'll give you a reference. Okay. Um, so, so you mentioned union. That's right. definitely a spot to go to because it's spacious. The vibe is chill and the selection of beers is, is super dope. And they a got lot of like Baltimore, Baltimore staples. And then they got their own little experimental list, which is pretty dope. Uh, second place is kind of right around the corner. Nepenthe Brewing. Um, they opened up, I think this is like their second year or whatnot. Um, that place, I tell people to go there if you want to have a beer and grab a bite to eat. Because I think they hired like some like, like nation renowned chef something like that so they got like crazy cuisine in there and it's like affordable too it's not like like a prime rib dinner or anything like that but they got super dope food um trying to think where else to go a a nice little neighborhood spot is a suspended brewery down in pigtown Mm -hmm. so it's in the hood so you gotta watch you know just make sure you watch (laughs) where you're at right But but that but that place is dope definitely minority owned Okay. okay. Both the owners are minority owned and like they, it, the vibe is dope there. Mm. So you get a bunch of like the urban community chilling there, hanging out. Mm. And it's, it's like the, um, I can't think of it, but it's like the young urban crowd. So you get a lot of people that are entrepreneurs, people that are thinking of ideas oh, okay. and stuff. Mm. So you get that vibe of people that are really trying to push the uh, agenda of progress, especially okay. in Baltimore city. Because we could use a lot of that. All right. Facts. Um, cool. Dang, what are the places I like? I'm trying to think, like, just in Baltimore. No, the um, one that you talked about before, the one, I guess, that was uh, a renovated church. Uh, P- Peabody? Yeah. Well, uh, th- no, the one that was in a renovated church, is that the same thing? Oh, uh, I bet. Okay, so we just had a brewery open up. Um, Ministry of Brewing. Um, definitely a cool place. So they renovated this church. And they, they opened up a brewery in there. So the place is massive when you walk in. And they still got a few, like, pieces of the church in there. So it feels like a, a Sunday service when you walk in. Which is, mm. It's kind of funny when you're drinking beer or whatnot. <laughs> but that place is dope. It's, like, right in the neighborhood, too. So, like, you've got, like, right across the street, you've got houses mm. here and there and everywhere. So it's, it's just a lot of the breweries in Baltimore are community-based. So you'll definitely see, like, a lot of people that are loyal to go to their little spot. So whenever I go to a different brewery, I still see the same people. Um, but that's a dope spot. Um, I got to shout out Monument. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I picked up a Monument. Uh, we definitely had them on a pod. Yeah, we yeah, had them on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked up one yesterday. Yeah. I can't remember the name. Okay, yeah, Monument City, they're dope. Um, yeah. the owner, one of the owners, Ken. And like I said, there's different reasons why I like certain places. I love their beer too, but the respect that I get every time I'm there, 
always appreciate. I always yeah. appreciate that. He he goes out of his way to come see me, talk about beers, what they're doing and whatnot. And again, that makes me feel like I'm I'm more than just a customer, you know. Right. Thanks for thanks for your money. Yeah. I definitely get more of a vibe like he treats you like Chick Fil A. Yeah. He so. treats you like Chick Fil A. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> My pleasure. Yeah, give you that. Give you that. Uh, no, no, yeah, that top notch <laughs> customer service. Yeah, for sure. Hey, for sure. Yeah. Hey, Finn, hey, do you ever make it down to jailbreak, bro? Mm-hmm. Makes a difference. Do you ever make it down to jailbreak? So I've been to almost, almost most of the breweries in Maryland. I have been to jailbreak a few times. One of my craft beer buddies works, or he lives near there, so I'll check it out with him. Uh, cool spot. I go there every now and then. It's quirky, but right? I, I, I like it though. Quirky. What's your uh, what's yeah. your what's your favorite out of state uh, brewery? Out of mm-hmm. out of Maryland. Uh, yo, shout out to Dewey. They make good beer. Okay. Locally, I like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I I definitely like um, it all depends on like my beer vibe or what I'm drinking. I definitely like Decadent. I think they're out in New York. They make a lot of like, okay. like sweeter beer and stuff like that. But I, I think when I try a beer like that, they always do a good job of it. So mm-hmm. I'm down with that. So, cool. Cool. and then Com- Commonwealth, shout out to Commonwealth and VA. Okay. They make good beer. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Yeah, that was a good question about in terms of out of state, Lou, because I was yeah. going to ask like, how does poor Baltimore travel or go outside of and don't promote? Don't seem like he's afraid to take a ride. Yeah, he he ain't not afraid. So, nah, I mean some of some of the places, yeah, out in going out in Maryland is is like a two hour drive, so it's nothing to me. Yeah. I always like trying stuff. I guess what's convenient is a lot of like the liquor stores here, right? Are like craft beer oriented, mm-hmm. so they have a lot of like um, guest beers coming in and things on tap. Oh, okay. So we had, uh, I think, Levante. Yeah, yep. Westchester. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, bet. Westchester yeah. come in. Um, a few like the wine source had a few places that came in. Some popular beer from New York. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but um, oh, other half. My bad. Yeah, okay. other half uh, yeah. came in. Um, so I'm cool with beer out of state because of like because of the blog and me trying to like keep up with everything that's going on. Sometimes I don't know what's happening outside of. Right. Uh, Maryland, even like them DC guys, like I'm like yo, I ain't make it, I ain't make it down there in like months. Like, sorry, yeah. bro. <laughs> we got a lot going on over here, so it is what it is. Right, right. he yeah. said Baltimore. You see it, poor Baltimore, baby. Yeah, right. nothing else, <laughs> nothing else. I'm rapping. I'm rapping. I may go outside the county. I may go outside. The county. <laughs> now, no, see, I be outside the county, so I go to Columbia a bit. You know, okay. I, I definitely got some of my favorite um, like breweries in general out there too. Um, but going back to like out of state thing, I talked to a few people like locally about this. It's like I love to see great beer from out of state come into Maryland, come into okay. Baltimore. But does that make the local people step their game up? Because mm. mm. if they don't, it's just going to be saturated by this beer that's better, right. so to speak. And right. then people are just going to really want that, and that's going to choke out some of these smaller local people. Right. Speaking of that, like I'm seeing this wave of because we're quarantined, I'm seeing this wave of of pajama pants or, you know, that kind of theme kind of beer 
come okay. up more by a lot of different breweries, um, you know, in their in their own in their own way, uh, yeah. weave it into their collection. But um, you know, I just see the marketing, um, you know, kind of coming up more and more often, just since everybody is kind of, um, you know, quote unquote, boozing on the job or you know, just boozing mm-hmm. around the house because they don't have a lot to do, and then liquor store is considered essential <laughs> business, uh, you know, like other other uh you know you know manufacturing or other uh you know business uh industries that are that are open uh so uh what do you what do you guys see like is do you guys agree that that you guys are seeing a lot more of these um you know themes that are that are kind of centered around what's going on in 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 craft brew or and what's going on in this current time I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Why, why, I think a lot of that is, especially now that you're squeezed financially, it's like anything I can do to make sure I'm relevant and make sure people are still interested in buying what I have to sell. Sometimes sometimes you got to be tactful about it. I've seen some things on like Worst Beer blog about like, oh, COVID beer or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, Too so far. People, yeah, more. I'm not drinking that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, and so that will make people feel a certain type of way about it. But like, um, I think breweries, especially locally, I can speak on it. They've really stepped up with like introducing new ways of buying beer, like delivery, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, things like that. Making sure like their online inventory is up there. You can buy gift cards and merch. Um, yeah. Right. And and this is the time to just connect with people because you have no excuse to be like, I'm too busy to get on social True. media. So right. what's going yeah. on. It's like, it's like you can still employ your staff to do stuff online or whatnot, or just give them some, something to do. But. Something to do. Right. All right. Um, well, I think this uh, wraps up our interview portion of our, uh, <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> of our podcast. New York, yo, New York went hard. That's yeah. what happened. New York, New Jersey. Yeah, right. Hey. Every time Dan pick a hip hop song, I'd be like, "This nigga listen to hip hop. He look like a <laughs> nigga look like a straight R and B." I don't think you understand. You're you're the hip hop of your family. Like, my, like my, my, oldest, my oldest brother, my oldest brother, my older brother was a hip hop recording artist. So I grew up listening to everything before you could even, you know. Probably stuff you hadn't even heard of. What? We not that much older. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm a lot. I'm a lot older than you. Not a lot older than you, but I, I, think, I, I think my I think my uh, music choice is a, a bit more broad. Tell them, man. You got old nigga ears. Old nigga ears. I got a brother ten years older than me, four years and two years older than me, and they all come from old school rap. Okay, that's what it is. That's 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 history there. Yeah, I get it. I'm the R and B nigga. I'm the R and B dude of all the rappers. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought you would like to listen to R and B all the time. I bet I do, but I also listen to rap. 
and soft jazz. <laughs> Yo, right? W D A D A S. Damn. <laughs> I just smoked a lot of. I just smoked a lot of the best chronic to some of the best rap albums. Oh, okay. Oh, that music always oh, crazy, Sam. Oh, that's my uh, oh, the game music. That's my game yeah. music. I gotta start I get it, it off. I got it. I got it. Okay, I'm just making sure you know. I'm making sure. You, oh, I lost my. Uh, it is time for uh, the game we all know and love. Let's see, make sure that your black card is still valid, intact. <laughs> it is time for a black card revolt, and most of them are are pretty. I'll, I'll keep it easy enough. Um, gonna say the question, uh, and then I'll give you the A, B, and C, uh, A, B, C, or D of the um, the answer, okay. and then you can just um, mm-hmm. you can just say it, uh, see which one is right. Uh, so we start something easy. Uh, the first one is after you stop and drop, what should you do next? A, shut them down, open up a shop. B, put your hands up. C, roll. D, hand over your license and registration. You know what I say? I'm going with A. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. Brooks, it should be roll, but hey. Your card is revoked. It should, it should be. Well, I would like to say uh, roll. <laughs> if, you, if you said if you said C, oh, yeah. if you said C, you're wrong. <laughs> it is shut them down. Drop. Open up a shop. Hey. Oh, oh, oh no! I would say oh. roll. Roll. See that? That was pretty easy. Uh, except for Lou. Lou got it wrong. No, I'm sure. <laughs> 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 it's A and C. It's a trick question. It's not a trick question. <laughs> not in Black Carbon Boop. It's only one. Well, it's only what one if answer. On fire? What if you're on fire? Are you going to fucking open up a shop? Yes. <laughs> yes. I just might because I'm on, be, I'm on fire. If you're on fire, right? You pop right, it, so you gonna open up a shop? You got like, that business. <laughs> the best I'm time be, to do it. Right. I'm gonna be the white guy. I'm gonna be the white guy on the show. Uh-huh. I'm a, roll it, for number for five hundred, please. Here's, a, here's another easier, easyish. Well, yeah, it's an easy one. If Young Metro don't trust you, what might Future do? A, call the police. B, shoot you. C, fight you. Or D, beat you. That's B. That's funny. That's hilarious. There you go. If Young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. (laughs) What might Future do? That's funny. (laughs) Who wrote? Lift every voice and sing the Negro National Anthem. A, Langston Hughes. Mm. B, James Weldon Johnson. C, mm. Booker T. Washington. Or D, Maya Angelou. Ooh. D. D. Hey. Damn, and I don't know. I make it a, he has make a, it a daily double. Yo, whoever it was oh. had a lot of time on their hands. That song, long as a motherfucker. That's like six James verses. Weldon Johnson. <laughs> it was Johnson, right? Oh, oh, who? Yeah. Oh, so everybody went with B? Yep. Yes, I'm going to be because everybody else did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is B. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, because we had a... who, who who gave everybody the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is B. Shout out to uh, my frat brother. This is uh, an interesting question. A fox, queen, and Smith 
cleaned up for a living in this movie. A what? A fox. A box queen and a smith cleaned and a, up in this movie. Yes. A fox queen and oh. a smith cleaned up in this movie. A, hoodlum. B, Independence Day. C, set it off for D, it off. juice. Set it off. Set it off. Set it off. Set it off. Yeah. River Fox. Set it off. Yeah. Queen Latifah. Yeah. Set it off. And Jada Pinkett Smith. Take me a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Give us the answer. It was, uh, it was, uh, set it, set it off. off. See? Yeah. And Mr. Old Devil. Independence Day because it was two of them in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Was in I, there. Almost, I almost picked that up. Oh, yeah. Me too. And, uh, I'm not sure. I'm Mr. Old Devil, man. You missed the old visible. Yeah, her skin too tight and shit now. Went, her face is her face is like man. peeled back and shit. Yeah, she yeah, I don't crazy. like you know what? reunion host, reunion show host Vivica ain't the best. Yeah, she looked crazy. Yeah. Um, but I blame I blame all of y'all G Unit fans of Fifty Cent for that one. <laughs> same. Uh, she uh, hey, look same with Lil Kim. Woo. No, nah, we, uh, we 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 ain't gonna talk about. She probably should have got a counseling. That's not a comparison. She should have got counseling. Yeah, Kim yeah. is worse. Yeah, little Kim, Kim looked like the. Uh, she looked like the. Um, what was that movie uh, back in the day? Was that a Stephen King movie with the cats? <laughs> 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 little Kim like Sleepwalkers or something with all the cats in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it Sleepwalker? Like a version of herself. <laughs> Sleepwalker. <laughs> A dead version of herself. Yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, wow, yo. It's she sad cast, what happened to her. Does Lil first. Kim look alive to you? Nah, no, no. Lil, Lil Kim look like a Chinese porcelain doll. Yo, is she look worse nah, than that? Chinese Big porcelain one. dolls are cute. Yeah, yeah she on. She on. She look worse than that. <laughs> All right. Um, if you mix Negro and Creole, what do you get? A a bad oh. chick. B, hot sauce in a bag. C, a Texas Bama. D, a good ass halftime show. <laughs> C, <laughs> C, Texas Bama. Texas you get C, a, a C. Texas, Texas Bama. Bama. Texas Bama. Because C. C ended up doing D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the song oh, lyric right. is yeah. Texas Bama. So right, C right. is correct. Hey, 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 hey. What was Eddie Murphy wearing in his comedy special Delirious? A, a suede hat. B, a Lakers jersey. C, a leather suit. D, Michael Jackson's Captain Crunch jacket. What the fuck is that? What? Mm. <laughs> C, the leather shit. The leather shit. Um, it was leather, right? It was leather. I was the like, Lakers jersey? Mm. What yeah, was he yeah that? Eddie Murphy's Michael leather. Leather. Definitely was yeah, leather. what's the Captain Crunch Michael Jackson thing? Oh, like, some like, shit they just threw in there. It was red, too, yeah. That diamond and red leather jacket that Mike had, though, was... He had a black one on the first one, I think. It was two. Well, yeah, he had the purple one on, and then he had the red one. Yeah, the purple and red one. He loved leather back in the eighties. <laughs> that shit, that shit probably was hot as a motherfucker. Hot, he probably, he probably yeah. was uh, chived and all, all kind of uh, chaff, chaff, chaff. Yeah. Chafe, 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 chafe. Chafe. Martin, 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 everybody used to wear leather back in the eighties and nineties on their uh, comedy special. Yeah, yeah. Because you couldn't see the sweat. 
Yeah, what I, and I was so to show that you made it, like, yo, yeah, I got leather, son. Buying that leather. I'm going in the history bag here. Uh, Al, you remember when Dr. Denham was open on South Street? Absolutely. Yeah. Man, I, I caught these uh, leather sweatpants. Sean John was from there. Leather, oh, leather sweatpants. Leather sweatpants. <laughs> they cost me $4.50. They can't be sweats if they leather, nigga. <laughs> you, 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 you just had baggy sweatpants. You just had baggy leather pants. <laughs> leather sweatpants. Dr. Denham back in the day. I hated to see them go because that leather was so buttered. Yo, man, that thing. <laughs> I wore them to the I wore them to the club and to like you know the concert. I only got a couple wears out of them. It was the most ridiculous buy that I ever spent for fifty four. That's crazy. Right. Fifty for them joints mm. and a car payment. Man, on I payment. I tried to, I tried to Google it. Man, they all come up in women. <laughs> oh, <he's trying> to <laughs> Definitely trying to play. That's how his price range. That's how his price range. Oh. <laughs> um, all right, here's another one. If a fish, <laughs> if fish don't fry in the kitchen, then a, you won't get up that up. hill. B, you need to take them pills. C, beans don't burn on the grill. Or D, beans you better burn. chill. C. See, see, see. Hey, hey. Right. Yo, this is like a, uh, this is like a, uh, a prep question. Every answer seems like it's C. <laughs> right. yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I know it's a setup. <laughs> it is. It is. Who is Prince Akeem's silky smooth rival in Coming to America? A. Oh, we know who that is. Randall, Randy Watson. B. Harlan. Tommy. <laughs> C. <laughs> Chloe McDowell. Cleo McDowell and Chloe. D. <laughs> the way it's spelled, it looks like Chloe. Right. Uh, and D, Daryl. Daryl, good old Daryl. Daryl, Daryl thought he was so awesome. Always a nigga Daryl. Always a nigga named Daryl. He thought he was so Always a nigga named Daryl. You remember little Daryl from Christiana? Same thing, man. Always a nigga named Daryl. Daryl came back with the the rainy Jerry curl and the and the saggy roses for the sister at the end. Remember? She <laughs> no, ain't, she ain't care. Yo, you can always you fake like yo. As long as you say Daryl, you can always fake like you know a nigga. Yo, don't know you. They be like, nah. You don't remember me and Daryl? And they be like, oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> know. <laughs> All right, uh, just one more before we move on. Oh, what about one more? Here it is. This is it. Pretty easy. Actually, no, I won't move that because it is mad easy. Okay. Here is the last one. Who is not a fly girl on Living Color? A, Jennifer Lopez. B, Tisha Campbell. C, Carrie Ann Anaba. Or D, Rosie Perez. Mm. B, C. Tisha. I'm going to go with Tisha Campbell. Yeah, Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell, she yeah, she went one. Tisha Campbell, yeah, her mouth was too wide. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know this one actually. Yeah. It is B. Tisha Campbell. She was not a fly girl. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. Carrie Ananaba was a fly girl though. Huh? I don't know who that is. She's on Dancing with the Stars. She's the judge on Dancing with the Stars. 
Wow. You dance. I see you dance. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> she, she also, I think she was a, either Paul Abdul. He showed her lean on it. She was also a Paul Abdul or Madonna. One of them. She was either Madonna or Paul Abdul's uh, dancer as well. Um, Karen, the little Asian lady. You never seen her? I mean, everybody knows who um, Rosie Perez and uh, Jennifer Lopez is. Oh, yeah. And J-Lo. Right, yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I didn't know Rosie yeah. Perez was a, a fly girl, though. Yeah, no, I, I, do, I do remember yeah. that. She was you like the head of them, right? She was like the head fly I think, girl. I think she, yeah, I think yeah, she I was guess. the uh, the. I think she, she was, was the, the starter, main one, right? Yeah. Starter. Yeah, she was the main one. She was the she yeah. did that joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, she, was, she throughout, was she throughout the whole all the seasons, or was she early, late? Like it was early, early, yeah. early. She was probably she was early. early. She was probably. Start. You don't remember her in those spandex? And she was. Oh, I remember her. I just, I just working at the beginning to do the right things. Yeah. 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 Come, on, come on, baby. I remember. Uh, come on, baby. And obviously, I remember J Lo. <laughs> right. That's one of his favorites, guys. That's right. Money train, J Lo, baby. Money train. <laughs> his favorite movie. Saturday and COVID 19, J Lo. Yeah. I love, I love the. Amazing. I love the Money Train. That was a good movie. Solid pick. God bless her <laughs> and what she does. Oh, uh, since we're finishing up, I wanted to ask real quick. Um, Someone explain what's the difference between getting your black card revoked and then getting uninvited to the cookout. It's kind of sad. Someone was asking me that. Someone was asking me that, and I want to hear everyone else's opinion on it. I think it's kind of similar, right? Yeah, I think this is it. I don't know. Who who cooked the greens? Did Shirley cook the greens? (laughs) (laughs) Or who made the potato salad? I think it's potato salad. You can't let... Greens and potato salad. Only black people can get their black card revoked. But oh. white people can be invi- invited to the cookout. Right, that's what I said. Yeah. Good point. That makes yeah, that's nice. good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's not a lot of black folks um, getting uninvited to the cookout, but uh, they that's can't get their black card revoked. But you, you don't definitely don't want to invite Karen because she makes potato salad with the raisins. With the raisins, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is uh, no raisins at the cookout. Which is funny because there was an no article raisins. that said um, some uh, white woman think uh, Karen should is synonymous with the N word. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> so, uh, real quick uh, on, on potato salad, there's all these different, you know, types of potato salad. Are you guys more of the devil egg or the American or the uh, Amish potato salad? I'll taste it. Just don't have no raisins in it. Yeah, no raisins. No, no raisins. You know what? I had it. I had nah, nah. No, no, no raisins. raisins and no apples. No raisins. I don't want no raisins. I don't want no apples. I don't want no fruit. No fruit. They have raisins in it too sometimes. Yeah. Like, grapefruit. You said grapefruit? No, just grapes. Oh, oh grapes. Yeah, I don't want no fruit. I seen that in chicken salad. I don't want no fruit. Chicken salad. Yeah. I don't want no fruit and mayonnaise <laughs> or miracle whip, whatever you use. Right. That's a mix. That Amish. That Amish potato salad be hitting. <laughs> Got um, that little spread of mustard up in that thing. Got to have that mustard in there. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Rob, he's like, I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't know the difference. Rob, no. <laughs> all right. That's my another game show because it is time for Name That 90s Hip Hop. If you can, <laughs> '90s hip hop. Everybody, we're all versed in '90s hip hop. Yeah, let's I see who like come out on top. Let's see who come out on top. Thugs. 
We're going to play. We're going to play all <laughs> bone thugs. <laughs> all, bone, all, all bone thugs. All bone thugs. Just for Harlem. I only can name three songs. <laughs> hey, that's all you need. That's more than Out of um, six questions. That's more than Dipset, but we'll, we'll, we'll uh, pass. Keep on going. <laughs> this, this is the. That's how, that's how you treat your guests, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll, start, I we'll start out easy. Oh, okay, I didn't know this one. Oh, far side. Oh, far side. side. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Time you keeps on passing me by. Okay, yeah, yep, I know that. Bye. All right, that was pretty easy. And then we'll start off with one of my favorite songs. I'm not sure why, but I've had, I mean, maybe it brings me back to my college days, but it's one of my favorite songs in the 90s. Hey, off the books. I don't know what it was though. Beat nuts. Off the books. Beat nuts, right? Beat nuts. Off it the was beats yeah. nuts. Yeah. It was beat nuts, but it wasn't off what? the books. It was called Watch Out no. Now. I thought it was, was it? off the books too. I thought it was off the books back then. Oh, watch yeah. watch out sure? now. No, yeah. off the sure? books was the one that the jagged edge sample. I'm looking at it right here. It says oh, watch What's out off the now. books then? Off the books was a different song. Off the books was the one Jack. Oh yeah, off the books is a different song. Yeah, damn, I thought that was it. Hmm. Uh, see y'all, y'all don't know y'all. We off the books this year. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> the same fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping. It must have both been produced by Premier. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, probably. They could have just blended the two shits together and made one long song. Oh, they probably <laughs> it probably was. Just cut this one off in three minutes. We'll use it for another one. <laughs> All right, here's well. Uh, no, nah, I'll go with this one. This is easy. <laughs> damn, damn. You see what kind of flavor? Hey. Oh, Black, Black Sheep. Sheep. Black Sheep. Right, what's the name of the song? Flavor uh, uh, of the Month. Flavor of the Month. Who who said it? Okay, hey. okay. Who said that? Man in the middle? Of the Harlan? Yeah. Oh, Harlan. Man. All right. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the old head. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's, here's another one. It's probably kind of easy if 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 you uh true fan. Sorry. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, shit. Shadow box. oh actually, hey Wu Tang, that was it. That should give me away. I, don't know the song. <laughs> I forgot to start it off like that. I forgot. <laughs> but Wu Tang sword style. I should have. I should have won up okay. first. Hey, oh, they, they did. They sung that chorus a lot in the beginning. <laughs> like so, you get you get the song away early. Yeah. Right. Uh, they start that shit all hype. This is this is a definitely an easy one. Everybody should get this one. Hey, around the room. Yeah, get around. I get around. I get around. Well, that get song around. is totally different from when I was thirteen and it came out. That shit, bro. <laughs> no thirteen year old should be singing Mind that. Blown. But who was it featuring? It was Shock G, Shock G, and Tupac, right? And, uh, it's it's just underground. You said Digital Underground. Digital Underground. Yeah. <laughs> Shot G and the other dude. What's the other dude? Money B. Money B. Money B. Money B. Yeah, his, his, uh, no. Yeah, this is easy. This is easy for sure. Hey. I got five on the loonies. That's us. The loonies. Us. Yeah, that's what it became, yeah. Yeah, that is. They my niggas. They my niggas. Here's here's one that uh, people will admit that they uh, enjoyed, but 
Probably did. They probably were singing the words, but they won't admit it now. What? What? I can't hear it. I can't even hear it. No, what? What? I sound like that. I couldn't even hear it. I don't know. I'm fine over this end. Let me see. I heard like uh, I heard a trumpet or a saxophone. I'll, it play, like- I'll play it one more time. Yo, Snow, they came around looking for you the other day. You said what? It's Informer by Snow. Yeah. yeah. Him and Vanilla Ice, that battle was crazy. Well, they don't they don't got twenty. They don't got twenty, so you can't play. That should have last two minutes. I think I think that's the only song Snow had was Informer. They just do remixes or something. Right. And Finn, it's only three songs. They only got three songs between the two of them. Here's, here's everybody's favorite record. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> it's the first of the month. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like one person. Harley, you know you love that song. No, I, I know, nigga. I don't even know why you play. <laughs> I like, I like, I like the Dipset version. <laughs> Which there is one, by the way. <laughs> they don't know nothing about it. Yeah. Uh, well, here's one of my favorite MCs. Hey, that booty. Booty. Okay. booty, most definitely. Yeah, there you go, most definitely. Yeah. Yasin Bay, as he is now known. You see a lot back in the U.S. yet? Yeah, because he was at um uh, Dave um uh, Dave Chappelle's, Dave Chappelle's Mark uh, Twain uh, Ward. Uh, yeah, tw- yeah, Mark Twain joint. I was watching that. Uh, I guess there was a documentary on Netflix. I was watching that last night. It was actually pretty good. That was dope. Yeah. yeah. Was it? What was the documentary? Uh, Dave Chappelle honor uh, being honored for the Mark Twain uh comedy award. Okay, Mark Twain yeah. Prize at Kennedy Center. It was Mark actually, Twain is a comedian. No, but I think it was just um his his humor, I guess. So it was a it's like a humor award or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was like so dark. So so it showed um Dave Chappelle and his friends at the comedy club where he started, and also at the uh, Kennedy Center. Uh, so I went back and forth with that. It's actually a pretty. It was actually pretty funny because they tell stories that he probably don't want them to tell. <laughs> but once yeah. you're up there, you're like, shit, what are you going to do? Stop me? Like, yeah, Dave, Dave take a lot of drugs and we take them together. <laughs> because Aziz and Sorry said like, yo, yeah, we did some mushrooms together. Shout out. <laughs> it's good. So I recommend watching the. Uh, While he's sitting next I'm, to his I'm mama. I'm going to check that out. For right. Sure. He's sitting next to his mama. He's sitting to his children. <laughs> His wife, huh? <laughs> it's on Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's another one. Okay. Okay. Who's that picking up? Hey. Elevators. Yeah. I was thinking. And you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. other than your girlfriend, too. Like one of the greatest outcast songs. Oh, yeah. 
Elevators. Going up, slamming Cadillac. No. I think they probably do get slightly above Wu Tang for me, but this is close. Yeah. It's close. Outcast is. There's only two of them. Yeah, I know. Like a thousand niggas in Wu Tang. It's still a group. Yeah, but I don't count some of those off brand cats. Like when you get. Yeah, when you get the You God and Capadonna. Outcast, every verse, you was. It, it was at least two bars in every verse. You like, yep. I only, only, yep. only a. Capadonna gave you a, a whole album. Only the niggas with a verse featured in Protect Your Neck. Only the ones that are featured. Yo, Protect Your Neck. And, uh, shit, too. Only, yeah, only yeah. the ones that they showed in the uh, the Hulu special are the only ones. That was on Tiny Desk. Yo, matter of fact, Capadonna never made an album because <laughs> he was in prison, I think, at that time, I think. Yeah. But yeah, and he also probably was not a great lyricist. <laughs> but yeah, that that's the only ones I represent. I don't you got eh, he okay. He's not as bad as Capitan. He's somebody cousin. He's somebody cousin. Everybody's favorite song. What? You can't touch this. Oh shit. I gave it away a road. Immediately. Moving on. <laughs> nah, what what song is that? Just, <laughs> and just to be clear, punching the bump is way better. Hey, are you oh. a little bit taller? I wish it was a little bit taller. D-Lo. Um what's the artist? What's his name? D-Lo. 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 There you go. D-Lo. That's right. Uh, uh, that's shit, he Lou. was at the Sixers game a couple months ago. Yeah, he was. I was I was at that Sixers game. He was performing yeah. that. <laughs> wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girlfriend and I was taller. Oh, that you made that worse than what it was. Yeah, hey, you sound like a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the song was bad, but you just made it like horrible. <laughs> he, like he was at the Sixers Arena. <laughs> Next. Back in the soul, brother. Yes. Smooth. Okay, yeah. Mr. Hip Hop and Extraordinaire. He's like, I'm still bumping that right now. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I see that nigga rotation right there. He got that on the back. And Yoda, Yoda was three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Yep. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I drive like, like that. that. I roll like that. Yeah, that's right. We out. I'm black Thanks like that. Lady. We out. The Candyman is on Candy the prime. Is that Funky hey, Cole Medina? Who that? Eric? Eric Lope on the that one that get busy. Candyman, right? Got to speak up okay. now. Yeah. 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 What's the name of the song? Knocking the boots. Knocking the, the boots. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got uh, two more before we wrap. Oh, shit. Two more? Yeah, yeah two more. I think the only one I didn't get was that Bone Thugs one. <laughs> Yo, this thing is a hater. Oh my god! And he know, he know. He probably just deleting it right now. He's like, damn, I did shit on him, so I got deleted on my playlist now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna turn that shit on as soon as we get on the podcast. He gonna be there. Watch There you go. Now the king of that one. Ooh, damn. that I'm sound like every. Everything. <laughs> the whole 90s. It was the whole 90s. Yeah, man, that sounded like yeah. everything, boy. Yeah, that thing looked like cross-color. Man.
I can't give you too much more. Nigga, nigga, that sound like TLC. That sound like motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's hip hop. That's hip hop, though. I don't know, man. That sound like everything. It yeah. sound like Eric B and Rock Kim or somebody. But once you hear his nah, voice, man. once you hear his voice, it would give it away. So run the, run the beat back again. What is the beat again? Oh, oh, shit. Oh, what song is that? It's called Organizer. I know. Organizer. I wasn't going to do his top, top one. I was not. I would have been too easy. How many songs Chuck Rock got? That was not one of them. That was one of them. That was one. So that would have been too easy. I'd have got that. Yeah, that's easy. So that would have been too easy. All right, there you go. There go that day. Everybody's in the thing. Uh, here's the uh, last one, but it's, uh, it's uh, everyone's favorite jam that they won't admit to liking. <laughs> Up in the bump. Oh, who that? Hammer? Who that? Crisscross? Empty Hammer. No, no, no. <laughs> no? None? It's like pumps in the bump. <laughs> I do sound like pumps in the bump, but no, that's not it. But like another bad creation. Yeah, like some shit like that or crisscross or some shit. No. Nope. Play it again. Oh, wait. Play it again. Play it back. Keep playing it. <laughs> Got him. Yo, I don't know. Oh, Everybody stop. Wait, 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 wait. That sounds like the theme song, the double dare or something. That could have been it. I'm gonna admit the beginning of that sound like every song. Yeah, it do. I know that one. It do. It sound like every song is like more bounce to the ounce. But the uh the answer is actually I'll just play it. Here we go. Yeah, just, just play the rest. Songs along with shit in the back of the day. God, God damn! Oh, when it comes to rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coolio. Coolio. Oh, Coolio. 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 Yeah. Coolio. I wouldn't yeah. got that. I wouldn't got that again. shit. I hate. I hated Coolio. I wouldn't got that shit. You know you love. You know you love. Fantastic voice, right? Yeah, fantastic. Coolio is fire, man. Nice. Slide, 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 slide. Hey, no, you know you love that song. He's acting like. Yeah, right. Coolio, there's no crazy bone. Right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Come on, now. you know. Pretty much the same thing. Everybody was I singing. I think he did. He was like the ghostwriter, wasn't he? Didn't Coolio ghostwriter? Yo, Harlem. Shut up, nigga. Harlem. This nigga's a troublemaker, yo. He goes off the crossroads. That's my Probably, probably. I did not know that. He did not. He did not. Yo, Harlem just be trying to start shit. Yo, if I find out they had a ghostwriter, oh my God. Their career is over. Well, they, I mean, yeah. I mean, that why, could, is that, uh, why would their career be over? Yeah, because a lot of people I got mean, gross riders. Everybody got gross well, riders. Back then, a lot of rappers had I mean, riders. a lot of them do, but. I mean, you, you, were, you were doing like, you were just pumping, um, jump. I, actually, you picked Tootsie Slide. What I picked? Tootsie Slide last yeah, week. Last week. Tootsie Slide. Oh, I know Drake uh, has ghost riders. Which is funny, though, because. When I when people were on TikTok, if you go to TikTok, you see Tootsie Slide, and they they doing that dance, and then somebody put said, "I think you're you're all doing it wrong." And then when you listen to the song, you like you are doing it wrong. He is talking yeah. about the moonwalk. He is talking yeah, about the moonwalk. 
I'm like, huh, he is. Left, left foot, foot down, right foot up, left, left foot, foot slide down. is the moonwalk. Yep. And especially all the Michael Jackson themes in the song. I was like, oh, third eye is open on that guy. Whoever. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler is way too like close it. to Ohio, man. <laughs> all right, well. Yo, yo, did, yo, before you, uh, before we wrap up, yeah. I just got a question for y'all. Did y'all, any of y'all watch uh, Bruce? Who? Watch what? Bruise Brothers on Netflix. It's a uh, about a brewery. Uh-uh. Check it out. Oh, Bruise Brothers. Oh, yeah, like Bruise Brothers. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a movie. Nice. No, yo, it's, it's a, a series, it's, but it's, it's dumb as a motherfucker. But it's funny. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's probably dumb as uh, uh, Coffee and Kareem. Did you watch that uh, dumb? Shit? <laughs> that's like that. Uh, that it's yet. like a comedy thing, right? On Netflix. Yeah. yeah All right. Funny, okay. Though. No, I haven't seen it. Is it funny? Yeah, it's like one of them dumb funnies. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. That yeah. was like, oh, it was either Coffee and Kareem or Kareem and Coffee. One of them. I think it's Kareem and Coffee. Kareem, Kareem and Coffee. Yeah, that that was dumb. But it had like uh, Taraji <laughs> P. Henson in it. How many episodes is the bruising thing? I think it's like seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Like seven or eight. It's my season so far. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's, right, check it's, it's, it out. It's but they only they only thirty they only thirty minutes long, so it's a quick watch if you want. All right. you want check it out. So it's an actual sitcom, not a documentary. Yeah, it's, it's a, a sitcom. Nah, nah, I think that's weird shit. Nah. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, you, you ain't like that. I'm Nigga, it became popular. Like it just is weird how things become popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that shit is weird. That. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't want yeah. to talk about it. No white folks got me shook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Before we uh I wanna before we wrap up, I wanna thank our guests for uh joining us today. Thank you for hanging out, guys. Appreciate yeah. for hanging out. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what, what what sign was that? Oh, you know what side of the <laughs> What's that? The bird? No, that's bird. That's bird game. Games, brother. Nah, nah, nigga, that's not. Nah, nigga, that's bird game. Bird game. Before we go, I, I I do need to know where uh, we can find you, brothers, on Instagram. If you wanna, if you wanna give us that information, and we, we can start with uh, uh, Alan. If, Alan, if you wanna start. Where you can find yeah, you on Instagram so, and all the other yeah, and on any other social medias and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, it's all good. I'm Ari Gold215 on Instagram. Yeah, follow me. My page is private, but I know who you guys are. I'll let y'all in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in. I'm already in. You already in. Yeah. I think yeah, you and Robin's already in. Yeah. But everybody else, yeah. And I'll follow y'all right back. Uh Harlan. Who's going next? Uh, on Instagram is drobbm, D-R-O-B-B-M. I have Facebook, but that's really just for the old heads. Yo, you can't laugh at that. Yo, because the kids be like, yo, y'all be on Facebook? Yo, that's for old people. Yo, that's the first yeah. thing my daughter said. Well, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's what they always say. I mean, at first it was Facebook was only for young folks. And then, because you only had, you had to have a college ID. I mean, college email yeah, address. Yeah. And then when yeah, they opened yeah. it up. So it works like that all the time. I mean, because they jump from Instagram, now they're on TikTok. So when TikTok gets played out, they'll jump to somewhere else. Something else. They'll be back to Instagram. Yeah. Uh, All right, uh, Finn? Yeah, it's Finn. um, Instagram handle, Poor Baltimore. We're on Facebook, too. It's Poor Baltimore. Facebook being funny about it. 
And then uh, we're actually on Meetup, too, as poor of Baltimore that we try and do some events with some of the locals around there. So, yeah, just check us out. Um, poorbaltimore at gmail.com if you want to be official and send us an email about whatever. Just let us know. Cool. Yep. Cool. Glad to have you. All right, fellas. I'll go. You can find me. <laughs> 302, 302 Yodel on Instagram and Delaware on Grind on Instagram and Facebook. You can find Devin Aaron on uh, Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore for great. For all your beer needs, Lou Belgium. For all your t-shirt needs and the margin tees, I am on them Instagrams. All right. And you can on find and you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure you check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember to rate us five stars only. Uh, Until next time, this has been episode 66, and I'll go out with the only song I like from this group. (laughs) (laughs) All Thugs and Harmony. Nope. (laughs) No, not the only song he likes from this group. That could never be them. That can't be them. No, it's not. It's End it, end it, end it. That's it. Woo! Hey, that wasn't shit, though. <laughs> That's it. Next to Wawa in uh, Claymont, like, a few months ago, back in February. And I played that shit super loud for him when, he, when I pulled off. Tell him it's all awesome. <laughs>